Blog Talk Radio.
let you take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is you. And the sun slide down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me.
Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for another prolific fire, another Monday night, God, where I get to deliver your word to your people, God. I do not take it lightly, God, but it's a privilege and an honor, God, to do this for your glory. May your name get the glory in the name of Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. Tonight, the foundational text comes from Judges chapter 16, verses 6 through 19. This Judges 16, verses 6 through 19 from the NIV. It reads as following. Delilah said to Samson, tell me the secret of your great strength and how you can be tied up and seduced. Samson answered her, if anyone ties me, ties me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I become as weak as any other man. Then the rulers of the Philistines brought her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she tied him with them. With men hidden in the room, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. But he snapped the both screens as easy as a piece of screen snapped when it comes close to a flame. So the secret of his plan was not discovered. Then Delilah said to Samson, you have made a fool of me. You have lied to me. Come now, tell me how you can be tied. He said, if anyone ties me securely with new ropes that have not been used, I become as weak as any other man. So Delilah took new ropes and tied him with them. Then with men hidden in the room, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. But he snapped the ropes off his arms as if they were thread. Delilah then said to Samson, All this time you have been making a fool of me and lying to me. Tell me how you can be tied. He replied, If you weave the twelve braids, sorry, if you weave the seven braids of my head into the fabric on the loom and tighten it with a pen, I'll become as weak as any other man. So while he was sleeping, Delilah took the seven braids of his head, wove them into the fabric, and tightened it with a pen. Again, she called to him, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He awoke from his sleep and pulled up the pen in the loom with the fabric. Then she said to him, how can you say I love you when you won't confide in me? This is the third time you have made a fool of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. I don't know about y'all, but look like to me, Samson should have got suspicious. She keep asking him about the same thing. Look like he should have been suspicious of her. Then she said to him, how can you say you love me? How can you say I love you? When you won't confide in me. This is the third time you have made a fool of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. Which, with such nagging, she prodded him day after day until he was sick of it. 
told he told her everything. No razor has ever been used on my head, he said, because I am a Nazarite, dedicated to God from my mother's womb. If my head were shaved, my script would leave me, and I would become as weak as, as any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her everything, she sent word to the rulers of the Philistines, come back one more time, come back one more, once more. He has told me everything. So the rulers of the Philistines returned with silver and gold, with silver in their hands. After putting him to sleep on her lap, she called for someone to shave off the seven braids of his hair. And so she and so began to subdue him, and the script left him. Again, it's Judges 6 through 19 from the NIV. And so my question to you tonight is, who's responsible for taking your strength? Who's training you tonight's message? Because let's face it, some relationships, some friendships require a lot of work, and we'll drain you if you're not careful. And as you can see from tonight's foundational text, Samson was not careful. He didn't even have an active prayer life to help him discern what's right and what's wrong. How do I know that? Glad you asked. Well, the Bible says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's what it says in Matthew chapter 26, verse 41 from the NIV. Watch and pray so that you will not meaning you won't fall into temptation. But that's, but that's exactly what Samson did. Like so many of you, he fell into temptation. His flesh was weak, and he fell into temptation. Still, the Bible says, watch and pray. Because prayer will help you fight off temptation. Somebody watch and pray. Because prayer will help you fight off temptation. Prayer will help you see the temptation coming before it gets to you. Prayer will help you see the temptation coming before it gets to you. Delilah got to Samson. That's how I know he didn't have an active prayer life. Delilah got to Samson. That's how I know he didn't have an active prayer life. It was just too easy for her to get to him and do what she did. After a while, he lost the strength he needed to deal with her, to just deal with things in general. He laid his head down in Delilah's lap one time too many. Somebody say one time too many. He he took a chance and laid his head down in Delilah's lap one time too many. And before he knew it, he was asleep, which means he was unaware of what was really going on with her. He didn't even know what was really going on with him because of her. He just didn't know anything anymore. He didn't know. He didn't rec- He didn't realize he had gotten himself into a toxic situation. He didn't know. He didn't realize he had gotten himself into a toxic situation until it was too late. And many of you are constantly letting folks drain you. And many of you are constantly, constantly letting folks drain you. 
take unnecessary script from you, not realizing that it's a toxic, toxic situation you've gotten yourself, a relationship. You see, a relationship, a friendship in general, when it's of God, it's always a two-way street. When it's of God, it's always a two-way street, meaning there's always another way things can go, another way things can be done. Ecclesiastes 4, verses 9 and 10 from the NIV puts it like this. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Again, this please ask is four, verses 9 and 10 from the NIV. There are two key words in these scriptures that I want you to notice tonight. Two key words in these scriptures on tonight. Number one, a good return. A good return. When both of you are putting work in, doing what's necessary to sustain the relationship, to to sustain the friendship, there is a good return. When both of you are putting the work in, doing doing what's necessary to sustain the relationship, sustain the friendship, there is a good return. Something good comes out of it. It's, it's not just all on that one person. It's not just all on that one person. Number two, the second word I want you to notice in, in these scriptures for tonight is help. You two are supposed to be there to help each other. You two are supposed to be there for each other, to help each other. Think with me. If you're not new, if you're not new, then I know you know already, I like to make you think on Philippi fire. So think with me. If a relationship in general was really about one person doing everything, if a, if a relationship in general was really about one person doing everything, then why are married couples asked to recite vows? If it's really about one person doing everything, then why are married couples asked to recite vows? The man says his vows, the woman says her vows. And they both come together in agreement with each individually saying, I do. Why is it? Why is that? Tell me, why is that? Can anybody tell me why is that? If, if only one person is going to be left doing everything, why is that? Same question for those of you in what is supposed to be a friendship. Why are you doing everything to maintain the friendship? Why are you doing everything to maintain the friendship? It's a nice foundational text. Samson was constantly being put on the spot. You heard it when I read it. He was constantly being put on the spot, constantly being questioned, secretly interrogated by Delilah. That's what it was. He was interrogating him secretly. He was secretly being interrogated by Delilah, whom he considered to be the love of his life. You better watch who you give your love to because he considered her to be the love of his life. Judges 16 and 4 from the NIV talks about how he fell in love with Delilah. Beloved, if you are if you are the only one being made to answer questions but are never given any answers from them about them, you need to watch that person. 
if you're the only one being made to answer questions but are never given any answers from them about them, you need to watch that person. Not as the love of your life or friend, but as a suspect. You know, like the police do when they have their eyes on somebody. You watch them as a suspect because something is suspect about them, about how they ask you questions but never give you answers about them, etc. Makes me wonder. It really do. It makes me wonder. Is that person really your friend, really the love of your life, or is he or she really your enemy in disguise? You see, because Delilah was in disguise. She was really Samson's enemy. Is that person really your enemy in disguise the way Delilah was never really into Samson? She was never never really into him like that. She was never really into Samson, but she was his enemy with a hidden agenda already in place. All she needed to do was somehow get Samson to tell her the secret of his friend. And she did that. She nagged him until he told her. Now, remember, the Bible says in Psalms 23 and 5 from the NIV, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Notice the table is prepared. You see that is right there in the scripture. The table is prepared. So there is no need for anyone to bring anything to the table. So there is no need for anyone to bring anything to the table. It's already prepared. Notice also, and who is who is there witnessing it all? And who is it there witnessing it all? Your enemies. Because the scripture says that the table is being prepared in the presence of your enemies. The table is prepared in the presence of your enemies, which again makes me wonder, is that person you're putting so much energy into really your friend, your love, or your enemy? Is that person you're putting so much energy in I'm going to make you think of tonight, think real good. Is that person you're putting so much energy in, into your friend, your love, or your enemy? Here's a clue from Psalms 23, verse 5, NIV. Your enemies are the only ones present and bringing nothing to the table. From the text, your enemies are the only ones present bringing nothing to the table. They are taking full advantage of the fact that everything is prepared. They are, they are taking full advantage of the fact that everything is prepared. They don't even offer to help or to bring something, but they will surely take if there's anything to take away. They don't even offer to bring, to bring anything to help, to bring something, but they will surely take if there's something to take away. Sounds familiar? I'm quite sure it does to many of you. They are bringing nothing. They are doing, they are bringing nothing. They are doing nothing. You're doing everything. They can't even call you and check on you without you calling them first. They can't even call you and check on you without you calling them first. Beloved, it's time you think better what you're doing. Beloved, it's time you think better what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. Why are you allowing why why are you allowing this person to take all your strength? Why are you allowing this person to take all your strength? Allowing this person to drain you? Are you that desperate for a friend? 
Yeah, I gotta ask you the question on tonight. Are you that desperate for a friend, for a relationship, for a companionship, that you will accept whatever is given? Are you that desperate that you will just accept whatever is given? Genesis 2 and 18 from the NIV says, The Lord God said, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Alone is not good. Hear me, alone is not good. I get that. Alone is not good. I get that. We all need somebody in some way or another. We all need somebody in some way or some way or another. But this mess you're putting up with, geez. So think about it, beloved. Are they really responsible for taking your strength? Or are you responsible for your current situation? Are they responsible for taking your strength? Or are you responsible for your current situation because you allowed it? Are you responsible because you allowed it? In tonight's foundational text, everything that ended up happening happening to Samson happened because of what he initially allowed. And that's just the truth. Everything that happened to Samson happened because of what he initially allowed. But love, if you allow something to go on from the beginning, if you allow something to go on from the beginning and don't stop it, the consequences because of what you allow, because of what you allow could be major. The consequences because of what you allow could be major. Samson faced major consequences because of what he allowed. Samson faced major consequences because of what he allowed. Thinking the whole time he was in love with Delilah. Yeah, you better watch who you give your love to. He was thinking the whole time he was in love with Delilah. Consequences. These were the consequences. His appearance changed with the cutting of his hair. His script was gone as a result of them cutting his hair. Later on in the text, read it on your own time. They gouged his eyes out turning Samson into a blind, weak, feeble man. Samson, a man who was once strong, was now blind, weak, and feeble. Let what happened to Samson be somebody's lesson, be your lesson to you on tonight. Watch and pray, beloved. Watch and pray. I can't say that enough. Watch and pray. Because temptation is out there. And every relationship Every friendship you're tempted to enter is not of God. Watch and pray because temptation is out there. And every relationship, every friendship you're tempted to enter is not, hear me, is not of God. Just because they show themselves friendly, says about making friends, doesn't mean they're your friend. Just because they show themselves friendly, like the Bible says about making friends, doesn't mean they're your friend. Psalms 18, not Psalms, Proverbs 18, verse 24 from the King James Version. That's Proverbs 18 and 24 from the King James Version. And because you feel a certain way for them doesn't mean they are for you. And just because you feel a certain way for them, that doesn't mean they are for you. Samson was in love with Delilah, so he thought, but she wasn't for him. She was never into him. So be careful of the things you do and for whom and why. So be careful of the things you do 
ever home and why. Your strength is needed in too many other places. Give me your strength is needed in too many other places to just be giving it away in the wrong place to the wrong person. If they are really for you, I want you to challenge them to do something for a change. If they are really for you, I want you to challenge them to do something for a change in support of the friendship, in support of the relationship. Beloved, it's time you reclaim your strength. Father God, look upon those drained, tiring themselves in a relationship, in a friendship. Give them the wisdom to discern what's really going on and to stop the devil before they end up like Samson. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you're saved, but perhaps you're backslidden. Or if you're not saved, which means you're not in right standing with God, but you desire to be, repeat after me. Father God, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I believe Jesus is your son who died and was resurrected and is coming again soon. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. Help me be ready. Save me now. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the family of believers. Stay connected with the ministry. Reach out to me. I'll give you the information in just a bit. But stay connected and welcome to the family. This concludes tonight's message. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation or you just want to stay connected, call call or text 865-408-8690. Again, that's 865-408-8690 or email prolificfire at gmail.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio and you have a specific prayer request, it's unrelated to what we just prayed about, what we just heard the Lord bring his word about, what we just put our faith on. Then here are the phone rules for tonight. I need you to get your prayer request in your head. Then press 1. Hear me press 1 on your phone. Press 1 on your phone now. I will call out your area code and nothing more. That's just to let you know that you're about to be on the air. Because I cannot see names, but I can see phone numbers. So I can have to call out your area code to let you know I'm talking to you since I can't call you by name. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello and properly greet you before you start talking. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear it as well and proceed accordingly. Now the announcements. I'm going to give you a little bit of extra time to get your prayer request together. And the press one on your phone. The announcements. If you need this minute, just PayPal info or Cash App info. You can access the PayPal by by going to PayPal.me slash Prolificfire. That's PayPal.me slash Prolificfire. Or the Cash App is a dollar symbol and the ministry's name, Prolific Fire. The P in Prolific is capital, the F in Fire is capital. Prolificfire with a dollar symbol in front. Being all together. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Prophet Stacy. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Check out ProlificFire.com. Everything I just named you can do right there on the website, including donate, sending your prayer requests, but also something very special that did to my heart. 
is there on the website available for you to do. You can sponsor a child through World Vision and become a World Vision sponsor with me. I am a World Vision sponsor of eight wonderful, beautiful children. Also, I'm a World Vision child ambassador, which means I can hook you up with a child to sponsor a child that needs your love, needs your encouragement, needs your finances to go to school, get clean water, get clean clothes, to just have a better way of life. So if you're interested in changing a child's life and have have that child change your life as well for the better, reach out to me by going to politifier.com or reach out to me directly by calling me at 865-408-8690. I can hook you up with a girl, with a boy, with the age that you may prefer, the country that you may prefer. I can even hook you up with a child that has your birthday or perhaps uh, the birthday of somebody else that you love or a child that's the same age as one of your children. However you want to do it, just reach out to me on behalf of the children. They deserve to be sponsored. They deserve you. So reach out to me about that. You won't regret it. I sponsor eight and I don't regret it. Every month I don't regret it. It makes my heart happy to spend that money on them. And now if you don't get your private question on tonight for whatever reason, your second opportunity will be right there with my sister on on faith on the line. But just so happens, this particular coming up Friday, I will be leading you in prayer. So you will get a chance to hear from me again. But call in. It's faith on the line with prophets, pay for praying encouragement. The Lord is always there with us. So call in to get your prayer request in on Friday night if you don't get any in on tonight or if you don't reach out to me in private. Then join me. Back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place, when Prophetess Payne herself would be ministering to us, however the Spirit of the Lord leads her to do so. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be powerful because it's going to come from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has never led anybody wrong. Let me check the phone lines real quick. Okay, I see that there are no live prayer requests on tonight, but I gave you the info. You can either reach out or you can wait till Friday. Either way, God bless you, and we will see you on Friday. Hang up the phone lines. I'm going to have to go back in to my studio and hang up on my end. 